0: Morning, Pee-wee. Little Francis. Today is my birthday and my father said I can have anything I want. Good for you and your father. So guess what I want? A new brain. No, your bike. (laughs) What's so funny, Pee-wee? It's not for sale, Francis. My father says everything's negotiable. Pee-wee. I wouldn't sell my bike for all the money in the world. Not for a hundred billion, million, trillion dollars! Then you're crazy! I know you are, but what am I? You're a nerd! I know you are. But what am I? You're an idiot! I know you-are, but what am I? I know no, you-are, are, but what am I? I know, know you-are, are, but what I? am I? I know, know you-are, are, but what am I? I know you-are, but what am I? Infinity! No, I'm not. You, you are. are- No, no way! Boy. Knock it off! Cut it off! Oh, shut Shut up, up. Pee-wee. Why don't you make me? Why don't you make me? Because I don't make monkeys. I just train them. Oh, Pee-wee, listen to reason. come on. I'm listening to reason. Pee-wee. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Remember the first time I saw your bike? You were riding past my house, and I came running out to tell you how much I liked it, even way back then? I love that story. lifers podcast with scott lucas gabe
1: rodriguez and ben riser and now here's scott gabe and ben
2: wow 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 it's a quote ben riser wow 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 how was uh how was your weekend, guys? Pretty quiet. Nothing happening over here. Cool. I had a great weekend. I had a great great weekend.
1: Turn your wow. uh, turn your gain down a little. I think you're you've been you were crunchy again last week. <sighs> or you know what? All you got to do is if there's a record level on that thing check, that you're check, recording check, to.
2: Check 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 check
1: hey. All right. How's that? Is that better? I mean, huh? it still sounds crunchy to us, but I, it doesn't matter what it sounds like to us. It's, a, it's about the level on Hey, logic.
2: hey, 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 check, check. How's that? that sound better. all right? That's better Can for Can I do us. the fucking show now? Isn't, we're not going to have another one of these contentious weeks, are we? Because I'm not doing that this week. I'm in too good of a mood for your nonsense, right. okay? I, I just wanted to make right. sure. I just want you to know. I want your good. Mood it's not to be going able to happen to this week. You are not going to get my goat this week because I had a great <laughs> night last night. Uh-uh. Hanging out with Mike Mills. What's that you say? Yeah, that's right. Me and Mike Mills hanging out. Mariam. What did you do that was so great on your Sunday night, Ben? Nothing.
1: I watched Righteous Gemstones.
2: Big fuck. Oh God. Is it good? Was it good? Fantastic. Don't rip me. <laughs> So yeah, so we were at Metro last night, Uh, they had the REM thing, and uh, Mike Mills showed up. No big deal. Did you know he was going to be there? Let me tell you, Gabe, I'll tell you the story. So first of all, uh, at the premiere for Michael Shannon's movie, So does everybody know what happened last night? Do you know what happened last night?
3: It was the 40th uh, anniversary of the Metro and the Uh R.E.M. Metro show 40 years ago. So Michael Shannon decided he's going to get his friends together to celebrate the Murmur record and perform it in its entirety, amongst other things.
1: Is it the 40th anniversary of Murmur? The album Murmur.
2: So the first show at Metro was R.E.M. Uh, So Mike and, and our guest today... Uh, Jason Narduzzi, or Narduzzi, according to TV, uh, he and Mike Shannon have been doing this thing for a few years. I don't know, maybe ten years, where they get together and they'll 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 do a tribute night or they'll do an album, and so this perfect storm of it being Murmur, forty year anniversary, and Metro. 40 year anniversary. I mean, this Metro 40 year anniversary, by the way, has been going on for like two years. Yeah. So, l- last night was, was the capper. So, at Mike Shannon's movie premiere at Tribeca in New York for Eric LaRue, and Mike pulls me aside and he's like, hey, hey, Scott, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do my Mike Shannon. I, I do a Aww. great Mike Shannon. I'm, I'm not going to. Okay, so he goes, hey, hey, Scott, yeah, I, I want to talk to you about something. Pulls me over, tells me what they're going to do that they're doing murmur. And he goes, you know, and I thought it'd be cool if you got up and played Oddfellows Local 151 and Swan Swan H because he knows the story of how we got the name from those two songs. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm, I'm totally in. Great. He's like, okay, all right, we'll do this. Uh, so I had to keep quiet about this for for a while. Um, I, I can't remember when that was. Anyway... So finally, it's happening uh, this week. And I get a text from Mike, and, and he writes, he's like, hey, are you excited for the show? And I'm like, hell yeah. And he goes, we might have a special guest. And so I know that Jason knows Mike Mills. So immediately, I'm like, is it Mike Mills? And he was like, yeah, but, you know, shh. So, you know, super excited. It's Mike Mills. We, uh, I don't say anything about it to anybody. We're there. We're backstage. Jason has everybody and you know, Gabe that like further back backstage area room.
3: Yeah, you know the one about? in the center back.
2: Yes, the big one. So we're all back there. Jason's running through the set, just telling us, you know, what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. And I hear a knock at the door. I'm like, who, who the fuck? Who's bothering us? I open the door and it's Joe Shanahan and Mike Mills. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys can come in. So they come in and everyone's like, hooray, this is Mike Mills. And, and um, I don't know. I, it, between this and a couple of weeks ago at Cheap Trick, I'm a, uh, I got misty-eyed. And Mike was looking at me. Mike Shannon was looking at me. He was kind of laughing at me because he saw. And he was like, uh-huh. Yeah, he could see what was going on. So then we're like, hey, Mike there's too many mics on this episode so i'm like mike mills are you gonna get up and play some songs with us because that's what we all want and he's like nah nah this is you guys' thing i'm like what and he's like you know maybe i'll get up and sing we depend on how many drinks i've had so i'm like somebody get that guy all the drinks get him loaded so he gets up on stage
1: that's my dog
2: is that your stomach
1: that's my dog you hungry that's remy
2: so they get up, they play, they play murmur and then they played chronic town EP. And then that's when I got up and played Swan Swan and odd And so we start with Swan Swan H and, and, I'm up there and I've been working on this thing all week. Cause I didn't want to bring up a lyric sheet. I know Michael Shannon as an actor kind of looks down on that. And there's a lot of words in this song. I mean, this song never ends with the words. It, Michael Stipe doesn't shut up in this song. So I've been, working on it and justine has had to listen to this song nonstop. so i get up there and i'm just like totally closing my eyes and concentrating on this and then it gets to that beautiful bridge and i hear somebody's voice and it's not jason's voice and i open my eyes and and it's mike mills singing the harmony man i freaked out (laughs) it was was just great it was great Water, water is water. I couldn't believe it, you know, and then afterwards I grabbed him. We went to G man. We were uh, just hanging out at the bar talking about Southern rock. No big deal. Just hanging out with Mike Mills talking about Southern rock. We took him to smart bar, had a good old time and then he left, you know, he was like, yeah, I, I got to go. I'm like, are you okay? Do you know where you are? Do I need to get somebody to help you get to your hotel? He's like, Scott, I'm a professional. And then he disappeared into the night, and, and that was it. I, I still can't believe it happened. Um, that's my story. It, it freaked I, me out, man.
1: It's a fantastic story. I'm so happy for you. It's great. And I saw the clip of you guys singing together, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the best. And I and I want to say something now, and I don't want you to think of it as being contentious or trying to.
2: Oh, wow. We were doing so well.
1: I know. <laughs> and it's just a weird coincidence that out of all the rock stars or rock royalty or rock related anybody, I've never bumped into somebody at shows, at random shows, more than I have Mike Mills. I, I can't tell you the amount of shows I've been at the double door where Mike Mills is just in the crowd sort of hanging out with <laughs> one of those. What's, that? What's right. the name of that guy that he wears those jackets with the rhinestones and stuff? That, uh, that Oh, when f-
2: Mike was, w- was wearing the, the Graham Parsons outfits.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Used to see him all the time at Double Door and at New York clubs. And I went to see this guy, Joseph Arthur, once. And Mike Mills was playing yeah. bass in the band with right. him. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So anyway, but are you saying this is the first time you've encountered Mike Mills in the flesh?
2: I might have met Mike Mills one night at Smart Bar. He was coming down and he was wearing the Graham Parsons outfit. But that was about it. you know. Nudie. That's the name of the
1: guy, right? That's the designer of those
2: outfits. Who? Nudie? Nudie? Well, I don't has, know what you're talking uh, about. You know, like Nudie jeans? Is that what you're talking about?
1: Nudie. There, there's some guy the who designed all wash. those Graham Parsons outfits and all these other country stars wear them too. They have like the elaborate rhinestone designs and it's the name of the designer I thought is Nudie.
2: Blake Smith has a really good story about that like do you remember this, Gabe, like where Blake was in an elevator in New York and he goes, Michael Jackson walked in. And we were just kind of like, holy shit, you know, this is Michael Jackson. And then he turned around and looked at him. He's like, but it wasn't. It was Mike Mills. <laughs> so, I don't remember the story at no. all. Yeah, that's a good story. But yes. All right. The, yes. Mike Mills is a very approachable, personable yeah. fella. Yeah. But being on stage with him was. No.
1: I mean, that's amazing. Fucking amazing! Uh, you know,
2: playing REM songs while he was there was, uh,
1: and that you hadn't rehearsed that with crazy. him. It sounded great.
2: I mean, well, here's the funny thing: is uh, like I said, I was really working on this and and trying not to blow any of the lyrics. And the one lyric I kept blowing was at was in the middle of the bridge. The lyric is "Marching feet." Johnny Reb what's the price of heroes so I kept saying instead of marching feet Johnny Reb and I'm like no Johnny Reb is the next couple words so that night I was like I'm going to nail this I'm going to nail this and I did if you listen to it I did nail marching feet but Mike said Johnny Reb when he should have said marching feet so he did the thing (laughs) that I swore I wasn't going to do and I looked at him and I just like dude, awesome awesome (laughs) just perfect perfect (laughs)
3: You didn't, you didn't skip a beat when you heard him singing back up? You just kept going like it was supposed to be?
2: Come on, Gabe. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I you know, I, I I don't mean to sound like I'm bragging or anything, but I just, last night was great. And that was just one of those full circle type of things, I guess.
1: Let me ask you something yeah. else. Yeah. It never occurred to me before, even though I've known you're an R.E.M. fan since at least since we started talking um, a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. But I never thought of your voice as being in any way similar to Michael Stipe. But when you're singing those R.E.M. songs, I'm like, this fucking sounds just like Scott, but also sounds if I closed my eyes, I would think maybe this is Michael Stipe singing this. Were you, were you trying to channel Michael Stipe, or do you just naturally sort of sound like him singing those songs? No.
2: I mean, I, 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 listen, I mean, you know, Gabe knows. Like, when we started, I sounded very much like Michael Stipe. Huh. And it was the kind of thing that, like, everyone's like, ew, you sound like Michael Stipe. Cut that out. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. Good times. That's great. How was so that? We'll were you able
1: ahead. to watch the rest of the show and enjoy it? Did you watch uh, oh, yeah. Murmur? And,
2: yeah, and I watched. Well, I wanted to see Perfect Circle. I love Perfect Circle. So I, I watched that. I ended up staying until after sitting still. And then they played 9-9. And I was like, ah, I got to watch this one too. But I heard a lot of them at rehearsal. Uh, and then they played Chronic Town, which was great. You know, I was like, "You guys gonna play Dead Letter Office next?" But they didn't. (laughs) They played one tune from Dead Letter Office, but we can talk about all of that with Jason Narducci.
1: I don't know why I think it's Narducci.
2: Narducci would be good, but what did you say you heard on TV,
1: Narducci?
2: And uh, yeah, NBC they they spelled it Narducci. Oh, they spelled it wrong. Narducci. Gabe, you got anything to say before we bring
3: on J Dog? Uh, I'm not familiar with Jason Narducci or Newt Narducci, but I'm fascinated that, uh, you know, him and Mike Shannon can fill a house like anytime they want, they just go up there and start doing their thing, and people follow. That's pretty cool. I
2: mean, I mean one it, of them is a film star,
3: yeah, but. I was but thinking, I was like, shit about that? no, I mean, if, if, uh, what the hell is his name? Billy Bob Thornton? No. The Pirates of the Caribbean. Johnny Depp, if he was playing a show, I wouldn't care. I still don't <laughs> care. And he does play shows. He does. He plays a lot of shows. Yeah. But, yeah, but he doesn't. This feels like, different. This feels different. But Johnny Depp
1: doesn't sing, right? I mean, he sings in Sweeney Todd, but he doesn't sing when he's on stage in his rock
2: band. Ooh. This is the tale of Sweeney Todd. His face was pale and his eye was odd.
1: Good I've stuff. seen Billy Bob Thornton front a band on stage, and there's nothing worse. <laughs> um, so Michael Shannon is awesome on stage, uh, just on his own terms, but certainly comparatively to Billy Bob, who should never do what he does as a front.:
2: <laughs> No, no, it's true Billy and, and Billy Bob gets angry when yes. when, uh, yes. when people want to talk about his movies. He's like, <laughs> yeah. What was that thing? That time he was like, he was on a Canadian. You ask Tom
1: Petty about that? Yeah. yeah. Like you're
2: not Tom Petty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, are you still holding out for Oppenheimer in Michigan? Yep. Oh boy.
2: Hmm. That's right. So keep it, keep the mouth shut. I don't want to
3: hear it. Hmm. <laughs> so, Gabe, have you got your your top three R.E.M. songs ready to go? I do. I, I my list of songs is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven songs. In case someone steals one, okay. And this was not an easy list. No, this is the hardest list so far. This is the hardest list so far. But yeah. you're and both I got, saying I got, I got, I I think got some you,
1: stuff. Yeah, I think the point that you want to make
2: clearly is that we're going to do a, a REM draft. Is that yeah,
1: no? That that should already be obvious. Uh-huh. Um, but the fact that this is the hardest one, not because you're struggling to find songs that you enjoy, but because REM has so many great songs, it's like, well, I don't know, where do you start? Where do yes. you end? Yes, right.
2: it's tough. It's yeah. tough. And
3: Gabe, don't start
2: asking Jason about Iron Maiden
1: <laughs> and
3: replacements. Why I'm not? I'm putting that on hold for a while because what? Of it. No, Somebody posted a, the score, the ran, running tally that's going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you're bringing on these people that have no chance to, to come into my corner here. So well, let's just put, on, let's what, put on the hiatus what's, for a, what's a while. The, what's the score right now? What's who the was score? the guy that posted the, the, the running tally, Ben? Steve. Somebody. Steve. One of the, one of the okay. loyal listeners. Went through all that the episodes. That is awesome. I, I can't oh, believe it. I, I believe think we need to that. do
1: an episode coming up where we bring Steve on and we call as many of the people who we didn't ask. <laughs> when they're on and get their
3: answers so we can But anyway, I'm, I'm not going to ask Jason because I am pretty sure we we'll I know what his answer is going to be. Pussy. But once we once we start getting some long-haired, you know, people on the show, <laughs> let's let's talk.
2: Wait, what is the tally at right now? Is it like, so it was it, like, like 2 to 12 no, or something like that? No, it was like, like
3: 25 to No, 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 no. 25?
2: 25 to 104. That's What's what funny
1: honestly. is it turns out according to this guy who went back and listened to all of our episodes, he says that the first person to actually ask the question of a guest was you, Scott.
2: Hmm. Because I had just had enough of you two arguing about Iron Maiden and replacements.
3: I guess so. The point is, there's a lot of songs from REM to get through to pick your top three. And the strategy to get the song for your list is, is pretty cool. So we got to figure that? out the order and all that stuff. No oh, Rochambeau Ro- and
1: all that junk. Oh yeah, twenty-six, sorry. Twenty-six to
2: eighteen. Right. Twenty-six to eighteen. Oh wow. I thought Jason was mooning us at first.
4: That's my ugly bug,
2: not my Did booty. I, you went like to... I just saw this and that was the first <laughs> thing I saw. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hey everybody, it's Jason Narduce. How are you? How's it going over there?
4: Uh I'm good out, Jason. Yeah. Uh, exhausted as you can imagine.
2: I can imagine. Are, are I you still on
4: cloud hours, nine like, like I am? What did you have? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what a God. Wow. Yeah. I did wow. not think it would be that. I mean, that crowd and just the circumstances
2: and I knew I was going to have fun. I didn't know I was going to have that much fun. Yeah. agreed.
4: Yeah, totally. And just the energy, it just felt like, um, people, you know, it's, it was not, it was not like a party set list. You know, I mean, uh-huh. the songs that you played were like deep cuts, and they killed. And yeah. uh, they killed because the crowd wanted that depth of REM love. You know,
2: yeah, no, they they were real fans there. So we're having a a, um, a discussion. It's Narducci. It's not Narducci, and it's not Narducci. <laughs> yeah. It's not Narducci <laughs> yeah. either, right? I,
4: I love that. I love that they messed that up. I think it's so funny. It's amazing. I've seen a lot of misspellings. <laughs> Not that, not in our doozy.
2: Yeah. That was, that that was, was a doozy, doozy, doozy of a misspelling, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Jason is the mastermind behind Split Single, basis for Bob Mould and Super Chunk, formerly of Verbo and Verboten. I saw somebody say the other day that you're the Kevin Bacon of rock and roll. <laughs> There's so much to talk to you about. You're a true lifer, but let's put all that aside for another episode yeah. and let's concentrate. Okay, there we go. On last night at the Metro. Man. Holy shit. Okay, so how long have you been doing these cover tribute album shows with Michael Shannon?
4: Uh, The first one, we got introduced by Robbie Falks, who is a former Chicago musician, an amazing folk and bluegrass musician. He can play anything, but he mainly plays folk and bluegrass. He was doing those residencies at, at the Hideout every Monday night, and um, he came up with this idea to do "Blue Mask" by Lou Reed, which is a really fucking—can I swear? Sorry, yeah, really, him. okay, really weird record. And um, so Robbie brought me in to play bass, and Mike was singing, and we just kind of hit it off. We did a couple more things with Robbie, and then Robbie moved to LA, and Mike wanted to do "Dismiss Queen Is Dead," so he he asked me to put together a band. Um, and we just kind of kept on doing it annually. And this
2: year we did two. <laughs> right. So <laughs> Queen, I, I, the Smiths was first. I thought it was Velvet Underground or no, the, like that.
4: No, the first one was Lou Reed. Oh, the first one, just Mike and I. Yeah. Uh, Velvet Underground was with Robbie. So that was at Metro opening up for Matt Walker's Bowie band. Right. Um, we did Velvet Underground and we did, he was, Mike was doing that uh, Elvis meets Nixon movie. He, yeah. he was about to, so we did a couple Elvis songs at the end. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's always weird. Um And, you know, I mean, Scott, I think you, you can relate to this where, like, playing cover shows is not my favorite thing to do, but right. doing it with Mike is always interesting, and I always learn from it. Um And it's kind of fun to do something by the skin of your teeth. Like, as you saw, we just come up with a set list, practice the day before and just fucking do it.
2: Right. Like the only song I heard you do more than once was nine, nine. Yeah. That fucking song. That That song is an asshole. It is such an asshole. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So you did the modern lovers like earlier this year was modern lovers. That was January.
4: You were there. Yeah.
2: Yep. That was great. That was great. Uh, the one that I missed that you guys did, uh, was Neil young Zuma yeah right That's and you've done record. the cars the cars was a lot mm-hmm. of fun you, you sang with us for the cars yeah right uh t-rex did you do the stooges um no t-rex
4: we did without rehearsing <laughs> great i was on tour super chunk and i flew in and it was right. you know, one of those fundraisers and we just i think we ran through everything once in soundcheck and mm-hmm. i was just like well there it is. That's a pretty good band to do without rehearsing. Though that's like it's pretty tried right. and true, and
2: no, not not too many twists and turns. This is a lot more complicated. And, oh my god! And, yeah, and I never really think of REM as complicated, but it is.
4: Well, I, I think one of the challenging things is that they they write great bridges, but mm-hmm. there's in the batch that we picked, which was all like the first three or four records. They're they're very similar. And that was what what's tricky is like, God, which bridge are we coming up to? Mm. <laughs> you know, like and I'd kind of sneak a look at Kurt. Okay. A yeah. A, a to B minor to you know, whatever. Um and uh that was tricky. And then just the volume of songs. We just kept on going and going and going. I mean, uh, I thought, you know, we do murmur and then walk off stage, I'm like, People might leave. We got to let them know that we have more songs. (laughs) We didn't like learn all those songs and people are out of there after we do murmur.
2: No, no, no one was going anywhere. Yeah. So whose idea was it to do murmur? Was it you or Mike?
4: It was my idea. It's usually Mike's. So I picked the cars and this and everything else has been Mike's idea. Um, And I just, I just thought of this because of the anniversary and then Mike was like, I don't want to do it at space. I want to do it at Metro. And I mean, we love space, but he's like, it just feels more natural to do it at Metro. And, and I just didn't even put it together that yeah. it was Metro's 40th anniversary too. So I called Joe and I was like, what do you think about the show? He's like, you know, it's our 40th anniversary too. And I was like, wait a minute. Is, aren't R.E.M. the band that played, that you booked first at Metro? He's like, yeah. It's perfect. I was like, well, that's, yeah, there's some historical gravity there. Uh, so I'm so glad it worked out. It was, it was really, I I mean, I, you, you grabbed me at the end of the night. I was pulling out, you you came back to my window and you're like, dude, I was like, I know, that was really something else. We play a lot of shows. You and I are really lucky to play a lot of shows, but there was something about last night that was just like, and, and I like that maybe it's because we've been doing this for a long time, but you want to harness that, you know, it's like, you want to just hold on to that and, uh, and it was it was great. I'm really glad you were there, and I'm glad it all worked out as well as it did.
2: Well, it's important to remain a fan, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. And it, sometimes I feel like like I'm just a total like a geek out. But other times I'm like I don't care. I I I, I want to retain that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And
4: that's so how and they're you- ju- they're one of those bands where it's like, I'll be honest. Like I didn't I didn't know some of these songs you know that we were that we were doing and it's like this is i already love them so much and it's like god i love them more now (laughs) you know yeah so how did you get mike mills to come out well the original idea was i said to mike shannon do you want to do you know the 40th anniversary of murmur and i was like there have been other rem like Fun shows where mike and and peter buck show up and play and i i'm happy to reach out to him and mike's like there's no way mike mills is coming and I, I was like you'd be surprised how much he loves to do this kind of thing and i reached out to <laughs> he's out all august with the baseball project so he's touring a right. lot next month so the timing wasn't great so we really it wasn't until friday that mike said uh, hey i'm coming and i was like well I'll have my p bass ready if you want to jump up. He's like, no, no, no. You guys have been working hard on this, and then he he just surprised us by running up and doing harmonies. on I mean, how many? He sang a lot of songs. It was like yeah. seven or eight songs.
2: Yeah. Well, when he came backstage, and and you know, the question was, are you going to get up and do anything? And he said that. You know, you guys have been working yeah. hard on this. And I'm like, what? No, we, everybody <laughs> wants you up there. Who cares? Yeah,
4: but that's <laughs> then, also very sweet of him to say that. You know, it's like, right, it's true. We've worked really hard. Yeah. But
2: well, maybe he I just love... wanted to see whether or not everybody was going to suck or not.
4: <laughs> I mean, honestly, probably mm-hmm. Nick McCree, man, Nick McCree on bass. I mean, to Great. P- learn those parts and then play them for the man who wrote them and played them. He handled that so
2: well. And, and Mike Mills complimented him many times, which feels great. Mike said to me after we played uh, Odd Fellows, he's like, man, if it ever sounded that good when we did it, we would have played it more. And I was like, <laughs> get out of here. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's great. But, but yeah. he, he was like, maybe I'll get up and sing. Uh, depends on how drunk I get or how many drinks I've had. So I was just like, somebody yeah. get this guy all the drinks. <laughs>
4: Well, in and I house. think there was probably—I I would imagine that—in the section that he was sitting in, everybody was like,
2: "Dude, come on!" You know, you freaked me out, man, when he got—he got up <laughs> because you were about to do the harmony in Swan yeah. Swan, and then he—he he stepped up. We that didn't beautiful. know he was coming out. That was so,
4: That was so beautiful, good. and the first time he ran up, we're playing "Shaking Through." And I right. just, where I was standing, I couldn't see what was happening. The crowd goes nuts. I'm like, it's just a C chord. I've been, I've been playing C <laughs> chords all night. Oh, Mike Mills is on stage. <laughs>
2: right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So John Worcester was there last night as well. You, you've known John for, how long have you guys known each other? Was it through Bob Mould? No, we met, uh,
4: let's see, when did we first met? I think we met in '05. I was on tour with Bob Mould. We played at the Cat's Cradle. Uh, the drummer in the Bob Mould Band at that time was Brendan Canty from Fugazi. And Brendan and I went to uh, OCSC, which is this this, this bar in, in Carborough, right? You know, two blocks away from Cat's Cradle. And John was there. So I got to meet him there. And it was just like six months later, he and I were playing with Bob Pollard when Guided by Voices broke up. So we were part of that first solo band that Pollard had. And ever since then we've just been in bands together. Wow. Yeah. I forgot you played with Bob yeah, Pollard. He got he got me into he got me into the Pollard band. He and Tommy Keane teamed up and, and put pressure on not pressure, but they, you know, suggested me, put my hand, put my uh, name in the hat. And then right. I got John and in the Bob Mould band, and then I think, you know, he put in a good word with Super Chunk. So we just
2: we're just helping each other out whenever we can. And so John knows the guy. He's a, he's a monster
4: AM. drummer, isn't he? Isn't yeah. it special being on stage yeah. with
2: him? Yeah, he's really he, good.
4: He's so loud. Like people are like, oh, Bob, Bob's guitar is, and Bob's guitar is loud. But it's John loud, Worcester yeah. is a loud drummer.
2: Well, I'm just glad I didn't fall into his drums last night. That, that's, all I'm, <laughs> that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. <laughs> I told him that last night. I was like, and I didn't fall into your drums. He's like, ah. And he was dressed like Bill Berry, which I totally didn't get backstage. He was dressed like all four. So the, I think the
4: <laughs> ruffle shirt was Bill, the, the tie was Peter Buck, the shoes were Mike Mills, and I don't know what was Stipe, but yeah. And that, Only John would think of that. Like, I'm dressed as all four of them. These
2: guys are great, right? Look at this. Song. Bill Berry outfit. Jesus Christ. I didn't get it backstage, but now I get it. So what was your favorite song to play last night? Oh, man. I really like that song "Stumble,"
4: the last song in Chronic Town. It's super long, but it's just joyous, you know. It's just, and and Mike was banging on the extra drum. And
2: yeah, uh, <laughs> and these
4: days, these days at the end, killed. That was a great call by Mike Shannon to close with that one. And I'm so glad you you learned that at
2: Soundcheck. Um, well, I remember uh, when you asked me to do it. I thought you were talking about "I Believe," and I was like, "Okay, it's an F. You go, no E. I'm like, "Okay, I uh, yes, I got this." Yeah and yeah. went down dusted it off yeah that i cannot believe how much fun i had playing these days
4: just released the the band's favorite 40 songs, and that's on there. One of them picked these days. I forget which band member did, but it was on there.
2: Right, because of The Bear, yeah. right? Ben's favorite oh, show, don't The know. Bear.
1: I don't know. It's Ben, you don't like it? The Bear? Yeah. No. I like to hate watch it, though. <laughs> it you like to hate think- watch it? <laughs> Listen. For a show to spend as much time as they did in that one episode talking about the replacements, and for me still not to like it, it's got to be doing something wrong.
2: There you go. Ooh, speaking there of replacements, there's a couple. Yeah. Gabe's got a question for you.
3: No, we're not even going to go there. Yes, we are going to go there. Come on, Gabe. I thought we said we're not going to go there. you said we are not, and I said no. We're no, that. I'm getting beat up over here. Come on. We get beat up. up? <laughs> every, Jason, every show we ask the guest. Uh, yeah. the, the the running question: If you had to pick between two bands, who would it yep. be? And I always lose, and Ben always wins lots of times. That's not but true. The, the bands That's are, true. the bands are the Replacements or Iron Maiden. You're it's on Desert so Island. Easy. You can only have real, one of them. It's real easy for me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't, Maiden, I don't, Maiden.
4: I don't dislike Maiden, but yeah, the Replacements are too close to my heart. They're piling up the numbers. Oh, they're piling up game. the numbers on
3: me. I can't, we got to get some different kind of guests in the future, but for now, we're happy you're here, Jason, but... uh, Can you imagine Paul Westerberg flying a plane? (laughs) (laughs) No. No.
2: No. Good Good point. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to imagine it now, and I'm trying to think of what kind of plane it would be, because it totally wouldn't be a 747. I'm picturing like that Snake Plissken glider. Uh, Escape yeah. from New York.
1: Yeah. I can't picture Paul Westerberg flying a kite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So,
2: we also do a thing here where uh, we do sort of a top three favorite songs by a certain yep. band, and we do it draft yep. style. So, if someone takes a song before you get to it, you have to pick a different song. Yeah. So, I figure we'll, we'll do REM, right? Sure. Yep. I mean, I don't know why, but I just figure R.E.M. <laughs> yeah, would
4: be... Why, why are they on your mind? Yeah.
2: All right, yeah, yeah.
0: It's Lifer's Draft
4: Day, R.E.M. Edition uh saw some Rain rainfall on me finest work song oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hold on here <laughs> you didn't tell me i couldn't go that's okay we'll cut that out and just go for start with one of those <laughs> we, 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 you do one oh, and one at a we'll,
2: time yeah, yeah one at a time we'll
1: go around I'm sorry i
2: can pick three others easily no right. no 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 you you, you, oh, you go you, you go for your first one. Oh, yeah see how okay, it goes go after your first so you go first okay
4: Boy, that's tough. Okay, let's see. South Central Rain. <laughs>
2: South Central Rain. Okay. <laughs> that was my number one, too.
4: Did you never call?
0: for your call. Of driving
4: me away.
2: Why South Central Rain?
4: Uh, uh, the mood of it. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's something about R.E.M. songs. I think Mike alluded to this at some point. They're like spells. You know, it's just, it's it's not just Stipe's voice, which is amazing. It has this haunting quality where it just, it's sad and beautiful. And
2: yeah, yeah, that's how I would describe that one. Yeah. I remember seeing that on Letterman and, Mm -hmm. you know, that was before they recorded it. And then I remember that video where like he did the vocal live and just obsessed with that song for years. Yeah. And it was, like, I, I couldn't even tell my metal friends about it, you know, because I thought they'd make fun of me. <laughs> yeah. But I just was obsessed with that song. And that riff is weird, too. I've been playing, you, you know, you play Peter Buck riffs wrong for years. And whenever yeah. I do one of these things, I'm like, oh, that's how it goes. hmm Yeah.
4: Well, we're also of the age, at like, like, pre-YouTube, where, like, you had to just, like, go this is how I think it goes unless you're lucky enough to see them or stand close enough to them to see what their hands are doing. I remember I I was a huge Bob Mould fan and his record workbook came out and the first two songs are Sunspots and Wishing Well. I was like, these songs are genius. And I just could not figure out what it was. And I went and saw him play acoustic and he's got a fourth fret capo on there. It's like, Oh, okay. Right. You put the fourth fret capo on, it's like, Pretty straightforward from the Easy <laughs> yeah. <shit>. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, All right, who, who's next?
3: Scott, you go next.
2: I'm, I'm been, next. Yeah, you we'll, got we'll ripped run off heart. with
3: the Beyonce. Well, see, I, I, I was
2: last last time, yeah. so that means I'm first after Jason, and then it's, who's after me? Is it Gabe or Ben?
3: Go Ben and me. Let's go counterclockwise.
2: Okay, great. Okay, since you took South Central Rain, I'll go with uh, my second choice, Perfect Circle from mm. Murmur. Put mm-hmm. your Played that last night
4: yeah all i had to do is the backwards guitar I, I lucked out
2: on that oh, as far as, right. as, as, far as back- homework yeah you did backwards guitar on something else too right yeah
4: uh, and stumble and, and there's a third one those damn bridges i don't know what don't pedal remember. is that it's called it's an empress super delay I learned about it Ooh. from uh, Nick Tremulous when we were making the the Bunny Carlos solo record. He had one of those, and it does he did a solo? He's like Jason, check this out. He flipped it over. Did a great backwards guitar. So I immediately bought
2: one. How, how does how does that work? I don't understand. I don't know. I know. Guitar pedals are out of they're out of control. They're like yeah. pot. They're like pot now. It's like take <laughs> this pedal, man. You'll go back in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Perfect circle. Great, great, great choice,
4: call. Scott. Yeah. Good beautiful. job. Scott. I feel like that song, I feel like that song, if it came out in the nineties would have been like a massive hit. It's just so, it's like a, you know, lighter in the air,
2: like beautiful ballad. Yeah. It, and they do that sort of thing. So, so well. John told me they hardly ever played that live. Yeah. I mean, I remember them playing it on the green tour and, it, and the live version was just terrific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but, but back it was when the
4: record came out, I don't think they played
2: it. Right. No. Well, it's probably because of the piano, right? They didn't, oh, you know, that when, could be, when yeah. they started. Yeah. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. All
1: right. Who's next? All right. Me. Um, So I, I only picked four songs, and one of them was Perfect Circle. So, Scott, you, you got me back for last week. Ha. Um, but I'm going to pick the first song, the first REM song I ever heard, the one that roped me in. And then I went and bought um, the Chronic town ep and chronic town ep is like one of the like it's one of those eps and i i can probably count the ones for me on one hand that i'm like this is as good as any album i've listened to this more than most albums that i own like i could listen to this you know endlessly and never get bored even though there's only what i don't know how many songs are on chronic town five or six five 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 jason knows (laughs) but the first song i heard and i must have heard it i must have heard it on wlir in Long Island um, Million
2: yeah a Million I, that is not what I thought you were going to pick
0: that's that's
4: a champ that, that was fun to play last night. And we sped it up and it's just like, it was on fire. It was just, yeah, that's a great song. You sped yeah. it up? Wow. Because it's yeah. pretty fast. <laughs> it's pretty fast. And it was Radio funny because
1: then when, then when Radio Free Europe, because I guess that had been a single, right? Bef- uh, that maybe came I out so. before yeah. the single, EP yeah. and then wound up on Murmur. Is that the story yeah. of Radio Free Europe? Radio Free yeah.
2: Europe and Sitting Still.
1: Right. And so so then when they started playing Radio Free Europe, I guess in the run up to Merman, people talking about like, oh, this is their first song and this is the one that got me. And I was like, wait, no. I mean, I, I mean, I like Radio Free Europe. Fine. But I was like, wait, million. That was that was my entry to R.E.M. I, you I know who know that else likes Radio
2: Free Europe? Fine. The U.S. Library of Congress. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Gabe, let let, let 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 let's hear your REM pick. This should be good.
3: All right. All right. I'm not the biggest REM fan, but I appreciate I the music. I own I own one C D of theirs. Ooh, they made That's it into HD your CD collection. I, There's room in your I'm collection not gonna tell you. for an REM. There's one. But I'm gonna go further back and take this song before somebody else takes it. I'm gonna take Fall On Me.
0: There's a ground before the, to leave the by the sky
3: the sky song. Oh, ho, ho. amazing song that sky I never song. thought I picked that one that's a great song one of the songs footage, I can't really get out of my head
4: yeah I think there's footage of them playing that at rock plat what's the German the old German TV show of live was it rock
2: Plast or something
3: like
4: rock a yeah yeah they played that before he had figured out what to sing in the verse and they still played it they just knew it was going to be so good I remember seeing huh? that and it's like he's just making shit up and he's not singing the melody that's on the record but they get to the chorus and it's like yeah we and know <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally you <laughs> know
2: Alright, so Jason, uh, Gabe took one of your choices. How I how glad you know that? Yeah, <laughs> <'cause>
4: <laughs> you gave up the ghost. I had to take it. It's a great song. I, you know, in 1987, I was a junior in high school and my friends and I went up to Madison, Wisconsin during Halloween because you, you used to hear like State Street Gets Crazy. And it was.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, and I walked into a record store and bought Document and brought it back home and put the needle down and Finest Work Song came on, and I was like, I'm all in with this band. Uh, so Finest Work Song would be my next
0: the time to rise has been engaged. Your better best.
2: Yeah, I can see you as a finest work song guy. That song's got you written all over it. What was it? Oh, was it just that guitar? That Well, the
4: the drone. Yeah, I love the drone and the big, massive drums. And then just Mike's melody uh, in the chorus, you
0: know. Oh, yeah.
2: Right, yeah.
4: I love when they sing together. I mean, that's what's funny about Fall On Me is it's kind of more Mike Mills singing in the chorus than Stipe. Right. Right. Right,
2: Right. the hooks that just... Piling yeah. on there. Let's sing. Yeah, let's sing two hooks during the same chorus. <laughs> it's right. Wild. All right, I'm gonna go. I think my favorite REM record is. I mean, it, it cha- it's changed many times over the years, but it, yeah, it's kind of stayed on this one for a, for quite a while. Is Fables of the Reconstruction, and I mm-hmm. wasn't a huge fan of that record in high school, but now I love it. Um, and I also love their angular type of songs you know that when they get kind of gang of four on your ass so i'm going to yeah. go with the feeling gravity's pull. yeah good one <laughs>
4: It's also a great song title. There's something about just an awesome song title, you know.
2: Yeah. Gravity's pull. Cool.
4: love that. Yeah. A great
1: title. Who's next? Oh, me. Sorry. <laughs> All right, I'll stick with the Chronic Town EP for my second. Jesus, Best really? <laughs> Spread it around.
3: I'll get. You know there. you're cool. You know you I'll
1: don't have get to like there. try to prove <laughs> yeah, <you're> it. Cool. <laughs> Listen, I, I, you know, I mean, I was a. I was a huge R.E.M. fan up until out of time. So there's a ton of songs. I mean, and, you know, so. You're I,
2: depriving yourself of Automatic for the People.
1: I mean, I've heard. I'm not saying I didn't ever listen to them again. I'm just saying. Okay. I was I was borderline obsessed with the band until that album. And then I sort of let go. And I was like, okay, I'll catch whatever I can. And
2: That's understandable. I get it.
1: So, but anyway. Uh, my second song is Boxcars. Which was Box, yeah. That was fun last night.
0: Yeah.
1: Did I steal that from you, you Scott?
2: No, 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 no. You picked two songs from Chronic Town, and neither of them would have been the one that, I would have picked that as yeah. on my list of like 15 songs here. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't pick Wolves Lower.
1: I love, I love every song on the EP. So, I mean, I could have gone with Wolves Lower. This, these were just literally the first four songs that came to my mind. I said, okay, let me think of four R.E.M. songs or five R.E.M. songs. I came up with those four and I was like, okay, that's it. J-
2: Jesus, how about you guys tr- having to keep up with Wolves Lower last night, The, the Peter Buck's guitar? Uh, How did you do it? Uh,
4: There's a reason why I brought another guitarist on. I mean, we, we needed each other, you know.
2: cover i mean geez, i mean that guy like you know kurt nails it but peter buck was he was a demon back then yeah it's really inventive just that
4: whole jangly it was so original and and odd and um yeah the choices i think that's that's part of it it's like the choices that he made were uh huge huge part of that sound
3: yeah all right who's whose turn is it it's Gabe, my turn, Gabe Rodriguez. I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna well, this is going to be good. The, I'm going to bring the time machine forward a little bit because you guys are skipping my favorite album, "Automatic for the People." Wow, it's not—it's probably favorite. not a common theme from the people that the show last night, but that's a great album. They coming from a guy waiting. last night. Hold on a second, you're stealing my song, "Night Swimming." <laughs> they didn't play. Yeah, night. yeah, yeah. We did. did. It was great. But that song is a powerful song. That'll yes, bring out is. that'll bring out the stuff that you didn't know was in your in your brain when you listen to yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, what the hell is going on here? And every we, time um,
4: John Worcester and I were fortunate to make a record here at Electrical with Mike Mills, the third split single record. And um at one point we were down in the live room. John was getting his drums set up and Mike Mills was just kind of swirling around the space and he lifted the the moving blanket off of the piano he was just taking a peek and just at that moment john worcester said hey mike who wrote night swimming and oh, he, he throws <laughs> the blanket off lifts it up and goes me and plays it <laughs> and it was just one of those rare moments where i was like i'm getting out my fucking phone and recording this." <laughs> you know, like, I don't yeah. care I don't care what how bad of a fanboy I look right now. I am fucking recording this because he's sitting right there playing it, uh, and Brilliant. you know John and I. John and I had chills. And uh, but last night, uh, Vijay Telusnayak was was playing keys, and Allison Chesley was playing cello, and they, they did that with Mike Shannon, and it, it brought the house
2: down. It was. Uh, really I didn't fantastic. see that part. I have to look for that. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite
3: part of the night. That was really terrific. Oh, thanks. <laughs> how did you know i was gonna say night swimming, scott
2: well you said that n- it didn't get a lot of love automatic for the people didn't get a lot of love last night and i said they played oh, night okay. swimming okay. i didn't know you were gonna go with night swimming but i That's should have true. known because you're a softy gabe people are starting to f- you try to pretend it. that you're you know oh, mr yeah. hard
4: wait wait till well,
3: my last one wait till my last song
4: I, I would say night swimming is kind of REM's Iron Maiden song. Uh
3: huh. Go on.
1: Hmm. <laughs> I thought I was hoping there was a real story. Expand. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I thought you were going to say Long and Winding Road,
4: but I tried the nice. pilot thing. I tried the. I'm just trying to bring everything back to the
3: uh, right. All right. Um,
4: <laughs> or is it my turn? Yeah. Great pick. Great pick. I, I, I would love- go with. Uh, I would go with Flowers of Guatemala. Wow.
2: Lyserich Pageant. Wow. Which is one of Stipe's favorites. Is that on the list?
4: According to the list, yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I, I think Rich Pageant was the first CD I got. And Mm -hmm. listening to that song on CD, you know, you can say what you want about CDs, but just hearing like that part when like you can hear Stipe go, Amanita, you know, like that come out. And, you know, clarity. Say about the bells.
4: Yeah, yeah. the bells. A little sharp on the CD, but... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But that's Bill Berry. I mean, Bill Berry is a very orchestral player, you know. Um, If you think about like... Orange Crush, you know, ticka, 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 ticka. it's like this. He's always thinking in an orchestral way, and Flowers of Guatemala with the bells and the percussion yeah. is
2: yeah. The, the choices that Bill Berry
4: it's his birthday. makes.
2: It's Bill, uh, Bill happy birthday, birthday, Bill Bill birthday. Barry. Happy birthday, Bill Berry. Happy birthday. He's oh I mean, yeah, of course. He's always got great choices in percussion, and and there's always yeah. percussion parts on REM songs. Not on Murmur Mur- Mur, though. There's no percussion on Murmur. Mur. There's no shakers
4: or tambourines. Seriously. Yeah. It's all just acoustics doing the. I just listen to it a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I know. Seriously, trust me, Scott. Trust me.
4: (laughs) I just spent I just spent six weeks on that.
2: All right, so number three. Uh, Like I've got such a long list, this is crazy, but I'm gonna go with something off of Green, and even picking a song off of Green is pretty tough. But I'm going with that last track, the untitled track. Oh, I love that song. It's yeah. so good. And, you know, it's simple and it's got that like sort of like, you know how they kind of like cheesy rock. It's got that like that bridge that. Dan, 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 it's nah, like an organ, got, right? Yeah. And they they were never afraid to get cheesy. But the vocals and the, the way that they're piled on top of each other and layered, it's it just kills me. It kills yeah. me. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. So that was eighty eight
4: or eighty nine? Eighty eight. Eighty eight. And then the Cures Disintegration was eighty nine? Because they both had they both had untitled songs
2: that I loved. I remember that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and usually untitled songs are you could do without it. Feels like it's Um, gonna be a throwaway, yeah. Right. Right. I always love this one. There's a lot of songs on Green that I love, and I feel like that record kind of gets looked down upon.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that you're saying that, Scott, because I was about to say the exact same thing, and my third choice is also from Green, but it easily could have been my, maybe this is my first choice, really. And I, when Document came out, I liked it fine, but I knew pretty much right away, this is my least favorite R.E.M. album so far. There's songs really? on this. There's songs wow. on document that I just was like, I'm not into this. Like, you you know, it's the end of the world as we know it. I always thought was stupid. And yeah, I never listened to that one. Yeah, yeah I never listened to that crazy.
2: one. You guys
1: are crazy. <laughs> you guys are just
2: being jerks.
1: Listen, no. that was before, you know, uh, shiny happy people and stuff. I like, like, wow, this is as goofy as R.E.M.'s ever going to get. But I didn't. I had, no, <laughs> I, I had no idea what was coming down the pike. Yeah. But so and, But, you know, it's not that I didn't like it. I loved it. I just didn't love it as much as everything I'd heard from them before. And, you know. The tour was great, everything about it. But then Green came out, and I was like, oh, I love this fucking album. I like every fucking song on this album. And all of my friends who were much more into document than I was were like, Green sucks, Green sucks. And I in my mind, it was like, you guys are really just coming to terms with the fact that you didn't really love Document like you said you did, and you're taking it out on Green for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but the song that I loved the most on Green, and I could never find anyone else who thought it should even be on the album, but I'm going to put it up there now, is The Wrong Child.
0: Come play with me, I to my new found friend. Tell me what it's like to go outside. I've
1: never... Oh. I just think is a beautiful it's a fucking great song. One.
0: And great
1: one. Great one. And, and uh, when I saw them play it live, I was like... Because I, I, I think maybe... Maybe they didn't play it at first on the on the Green Tour, but then maybe on a second leg they did, or maybe on the next tour they did. I don't know. But I was like, when I finally got to see them play it live, I was like, oh, well, this is this is it for me. But yeah, it's an odd one.
2: And and those three songs on that record that have the mandolin are, mm-hmm. are great. I mean, I was it, my last pick was between the untitled one and Hair Shirt.
1: Yeah, I another great song. Hair Shirt. Hair Shirt. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's uh, uh, I think hair shirt is probably Michael Stipe at his most. There's something almost rock god about his performance, and 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 it's kind of like really. I I hate to use this word, but it's sexy in this almost Robert Plant type of way. I don't know. I can cut that out. That embarrasses everybody. It just got really quiet. Yeah, I know. Everyone was like, mm, You're on your own there, <laughs> Scott.
1: <laughs> we not saving you. <laughs> yeah. What, what'd you say, Ben? I was saying, I remember California is pretty sexy, too, I think. Yeah. That's a great one.
2: We snuck that in there a little bit last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We were able to sneak it in Odd Fellows in like a little.
1: Oh. A little sure. nod, a little
4: tip of the hat. Yeah. A little
2: tip. All right, Gabe, take us home.
3: I'm going to take you home. Uh, <laughs> trying to find a way to introduce this song. Any song, I think this is an accordion to the song. The last song Probably. from Automatic for the People, Find the River.
4: Oh, my. wow. Oh you my. know what? That's one of Mike Mills' favorite songs. I saw an interview with Stipe and Mills when they were doing one of those reissues, maybe like two years ago or something. And the interviewer said to both of them, what is what what is the most what do you think this song is that best captures rem which is maybe a different distinction than what we're talking about but mike mills said find the river and stipe was like what you know (laughs) and then i and then i put the song on and it it is it's like it's very rem it's in in a great way like it's 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 it has like the strength of all of them at at one moment and um
2: that's a great pick Right, and it recalls like you know stuff like Wendell G and like some of the earlier stuff. I mean, it's 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 beautiful. I mean, that is a yeah. beautiful record. Yeah, and that's your favorite record, huh, Gabe?
3: Oh, that's my favorite record. I mean, I I, I didn't buy the other ones when they came out or anything. I I, I was into, you know, the metal. Yeah, <laughs> the metal, yeah. the metal. And I, I mean, you can't uh, go, you can't go back. You know, once you're in, the, REM you're in that... has some metal ish songs, but you uh, you don't go for the metal-ish REM. Not. In the nineties and the eighties, you can go back later and say, Okay, after you cut your hair and or you lose your hair <laughs> you, and say, Okay, it's I'm just saying it wasn't cool to listen to REM in my circle. Yeah, no, I remember. So by the time I got to Automatic for the People, I'm like, well, this is this is fantastic. This is from front to back. And the back last song, I want them to play this at my funeral. <laughs> That's how good the song is. Watch!
2: Thanks. Thank thanks so much me. for last night, Jason. Oh man, I, I that had was great. The time of my life and it was, it was wonderful. And I can't me thank you enough, man.
4: Oh, it was a pleasure. Let's do more and let's, yeah. let's talk more about this that night <laughs> together. <laughs> All right, we will. Michael wants me to tell this story. Uh,
2: I, I, I met Peter Buck once and I told him, I said, like, Hey, Peter, I, uh, I'm in local H and we named our band after, you know, Swan uh Local151 and Swan Swan H and he goes, yeah, I know.